Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CanadianGameDevs.com podcast. This is episode number 211, De probably in French. Uh, it's going live for patrons whom we love May 23rd, 2022, and May 25th for everyone else who I have mixed opinions about, if I'm being honest, Steve. Mm-hmm. This is Same. a show. I, I don't even think they're mixed, to be honest. <laughs> I have negative opinions of everyone else. <laughs> this is a show covering all the games made in Canada and the people who create them. I'm one of those people, Steven, spelled with a PH and an A. Phonetically, logically, and rationally, that would be Stefan. Um, but to my father, it's Steven. Uh, joining me, of course, one of the other main dudes behind CanadianGameDevs.com, Steven, spelled PH and an E, which is still logically, rationally, Steven, and we just call him Steve. How you doing, yep. Steve? Doing good. Doing um, decent. We're decent. both should have higher quality audio this week. Last week, Steve yep. was on the Yeti X mic, and this week I am on the same mic because I was like, hey, here's an idea. See, look, I can move this dial right now, and I probably shouldn't be doing that, but I'm going to do it because it's fun. That's um, ballsy. Do we have if, the backup going too, or no? Or did you say Yeah, that? the backup's going, so oh, okay, we, okay. we have that. Um, we're on my laptop because my girlfriend's working from home today as we record this and she needs quiet more than I need quiet to do this. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I gotcha. You mean um, doing sales? She doesn't want to hear talking about how much you guys talk about video games. Yeah. Talking about mass effect legs or some shit. It's the arms. The arms are weird. The legs are fine. Oh, um, oh, okay. So I'm like holding the mic, like pressed into the top of my gut a little bit while I hold the laptop on my legs and, and we're going to make this work, Steve. But before that, uh, if anyone wants to help us do this and maybe get to a point where, you know, I could do this more stably, um, patreon.com slash Canadian game devs, two daily access to the pod, discord perks, game key giveaways, discount codes for Canadian gaming events like EGLX and shout outs at the end of every episode at the credited patron tier or higher. No new patrons to shout out this week, but as always, please support the Wet'suwet'en Defend Their Land. Top of the show notes, link to resources there. Um, yeah, they need they need some help, Steve. Government's government's putting a lot of money into Coastal Gas Link. A lot of money. Uh, we let's match. Let's match for every one billion dollars of our money the government gives to Coastal Coastal Gas Link. I will give another billion dollars of our money. <laughs> My to, personal money. Yes, to the Wits. I have uh, I have several million SHIB coins. I can I can do that. Oh man. It's like when El Salvador changed their currency over to Bitcoin, but we like change GoFundMe over to Shib Shibu or something. Yeah. Everyone's Oh yeah, that's right. Bills. El Salvador did do that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> don't don't look up how that went. That's uh, how much, how much, hold on. How much ship do I have? I have, what is this? 2 million. I have 2 million ship coins. It's worth mm-hmm. $31. Yeah. It seems like a stable <laughs> worthwhile financial <laughs> asset and definitely not indicative of a highly volatile and rather useless pump and dump scam. Can I buy, I still can't fucking buy Luna, man. Ugh. You know what I you can say. do, Steve? What? You can go to CanadianGameDevs.com where we have jobs, events, news, and this show 
uh, at the top of the, the pod, we like to shuffle some paperwork and talk about the jobs and events we have upcoming, published on the site. Kixie Studio in Victoria, BC, still looking for devs, leads, a vice president, and more. You're open to remote in Canada or at their office in Victoria. And A Game Studios is looking for Unity and C Sharp devs. CanadianGameDevs.com slash jobs. There's Upcoming, a new one. There's a new one. Oh, there's a new one? Well, there's I new told one. You, you don't to add it in the... Uh, Crimson Herring Studio uh, is looking for a game program Unity. It's part-time, remote. It's to be worked on Sovereign Syndicate. Game looks good. Uh, we're looking for an experienced game program to join our remote development team. Remote work means we are looking for a candidate that is self-motivated, professional, and, abil- and able to work autonomously. Mm-hmm. We will be supporting the development of Sovereign Syndicate, a story-driven isometric RPG, prototyping new game systems, and bringing existing systems to a high-level polish. Mm. As part of a small team, you will need to effectively demonstrate collaboration, open and honest communication, careful analysis, and creative problem-solving. They want two years' experience, but apply anyways, regardless. Yeah, apply anyways, regardless. If you can do the job, you can do the job. Yeah. Events, Steve. Game Raiders Circle from Dames Making Games Toronto this Thursday, May 26, 6.30 p.m. EST. Uh, join other game writers and narrative designers for a cozy digital get-together. It happens every month, and I've never participated, but sounds cute, so we like to plug it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then next week, Thursday, June 2nd, is the Game Writing Group uh, also from Dames Making Games Toronto, a low-key online social geared towards writers who want to work together in a virtual space. Ooh, I guess I should also plug DMG. I just went to dmg.to, which is where you should go to see what they have coming up. And they have a, a, a casual show and tell this Thursday, or Saturday, May 28th, 7 to 8.30 Eastern p.m. Uh, take up to five minutes and share a beloved project or something about your own practice with text, mic, camera, or screen share, and see what your fellow DMG folks have been making themselves. That sounds fun. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and as always, Hand-Eye Society, also in Toronto, is having Superfest this fall, but uh, as it's their 10th year, they're trying to make it pretty big, so they're looking for speakers, uh, they're looking for volunteers, and they're looking for people who want to show off their games. So if you fit into any or all three of those, canadiandevs.com slash events. Shuffle some paperwork on that one, Steve. Good work. Wow, this computer's running slow, so I have to like make the time in between when I go make the timestamp and pretend to be talking to fill air much longer because tabbing do, out. Do you need oh, me to do it? No, no, I just did it, but I just wanted to let the the viewers know. Okay, sir. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do more songs, of course. I think that's been oh, well received by you and me, and that's all that really matters as far as opinions of this show. So I'm gonna do one here, and we'll we'll uh, be back with some news and some game releases. That's a lie. Nothing came out. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> is it, I always find it weird when I'm listening to a podcast like the Office Ladies podcast mm. does it where we're like we're gonna we're gonna take a small break and come back. And I'm just like 
You're recording this. Like you don't have to tell me that. You could just stop yeah. and just put in the ads or whatever that you need to put in. Like I don't care about like if you need to go to the fucking washroom like three months ago when I yeah, by the yeah. time I listen to this. It's so I find it so weird when they do that. Well, because the transition from like TV and radio to podcasts, like where there was actually a live like feature of it, a lot of that like I think no like the way people talked and acted about it went with it, even though it didn't make sense. Yeah. No, I get uh, it. Like to to her, to them, it makes sense. It only makes sense to literally like three people, like mm-hmm. or however, like the two co the two co hosts, and then whoever you know, they probably have a producer or whatever. And then like it makes sense to no one else because I'm just like, okay, I want to listen to an ad, and then you'll just be back. But you know, three hours could have passed for you. I don't care about that. <laughs> Anyways, you, you know, it makes a lot of sense, Steve. Uh, unions unionizing your game studio <laughs> Bioware contractors as folks who've been listening I believe two weeks ago we, we talked about this story uh, mm-hmm. Bioware contractors are filing to unionize citing uh, little to no workplace safety measures for COVID uh, a mandatory back to office policy for everyone even those who were competently working remotely for years and wanted to keep doing so uh, and so the contractors were like no we don't want that and we're of course going to leverage our, our power as workers to demand something better from you and you know what steve they haven't even voted to unionize yet and uh they have now been told by their employers of course out of the goodness of their heart and not under the threats of impending unionization uh that they can continue to work remotely nothing's going on no man behind the curtain you of course can work remotely this has nothing to do with you applying to form a union i don't even know why i said union because that's not a word we like to use here at the family of bioware um so i think this this is when you press of course this is when oh we can like very, very quick, quickly bend management to what we want. Just, just, just by threatening to vote for a union, of course. So yes, vote, form the union and make your workplace way better. Cause this is what you get. Just like, pre- like not pretending threatening to, 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 to collectively negotiate a, a contract with your employer. Just that threat improved the conditions for your work. I'm very happy with with where this is going. What do you think, Steve? It was it just the contractors or or the like full just time? the contractors. So keyword studios who are also based in Edmonton, I believe, and work for Bioware Edmonton. Oh, so the contract. So the the actual Bioware Edmonton employee proper employees or whatever. Did they have to go back to work or what, what was their situation? No, I, 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 this was just for the keyword studios contractors, but key to note here is that the keyword studios employees are supporting development at the offices. So it would have brought them back to the office. Right. Uh, to how, back how many to people is it? How many people is it? This is a good question, Steve, and, and a better reporter than myself who put more time into researching the show. Would so I'm curious if it was like, because if it was like 15, I feel like Bioware would just been like, whatever. Yeah, Fucking just like laying Contract's done then. Yeah. But it See, must be the, pretty big, though. Yeah, I mean, the reason you go with contractors or the reason Bioware is going with contractors is you don't have to give them benefits. You don't have to give them yeah. any of the, the things you would give, you know, a quote-unquote real employee. So I imagine like just letting them work from home is still way more cost effective for Bioware than actually like paying them a living wage and benefits. Mm-hmm. So I imagine they'll can like, even if it was just 10 people, 10 people's salaries being like 30 to 50% smaller than someone they would have to bring in internally. Once you count in yeah. benefits and everything is still 
like for the management what they want over making them feel like real people who are valued. No, the Alberta Labor Relations Board has officially ordered a unionizing vote by mail-in ballot. Uh, the board has recommended that potential bargaining unit be expanded from all keyword studios to, quote, everyone employed in development at the BioWare office in Edmonton. Mm. Interesting. Um, keyword has offered quality assurance testing for game developers, such as on the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, Star Wars The Old Republic Expansion, and Dragon Age 4. No, stop talking about Dragon Age 4. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon Age 4, uh, asterisk at the bottom. Probably um, a game. Cool. Yeah. Um, but cool. Yeah. This is, I mean, it was, it was messed up the whole, like, <clears throat> yeah, the forcing to come into work is just extremely outdated now. Like people have been doing this for two years now. So it's, and there's other companies that are just like, yeah, we're, we're work from home hundred percent. So it's, it's companies need to kind of like realize that that time is over. Like mm. you're not going to, you're not going to be able to force people to, um, to work from home. I, and I speak with authority on that because it's literally happening to someone close to me. Mm. <laughs> um, I don't know if you want to and, get into that at all or. I mean, they probably don't listen to the show, but basically like they're forcing my wife to go back to work, but it's like a two and a half hour commute. So she's like, uh, no. And so the plan is to just keep fighting it and look for other jobs, which she's doing. Mm. Um, so, I mean, it's, and we kind of talk about it. We're just like, well, how could you expect that this is like a thing? Like, no one like there's other she's you know she's looking at other jobs and there's a bunch of other places that are just completely remote 100 percent. so mm-hmm. it's oh, to oh there's like an realize. A- anecdotally like the the headhunting at these studios like as soon as another studio announces a back to office policy just all of their top devs are poached in immediately because oh 100 i you know i work with a lot of programmers these guys are and gals increasingly are very <laughs> I get this much money to do this thing and that makes sense to me. And I don't really care where I do it really. Like I'm, I'm good at this. I do this and I know what I'm worth. And so as soon as you try to push around a programmer who knows what their labor's worth in the market, they will f- immediately drop you and, and go to a better position for them. So yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I, when I was interviewing for places before I went back to work, <clears throat> I interviewed with a place in Toronto and they're like deep downtown Toronto. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you know, we might want you to come into the office like once every two weeks or something like that. And I, and I basically just left it. I was like, yeah. no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. That's like a three and a half hour trip to me. Like, and I have mm-hmm. a kid, like, I'm not going to come up the night before or whatever. Like, so I told him, I was like, no, that I'm not going to do that. And they're like, okay. I'm like, all right, bye. And then just like kind of stop. So, mm-hmm. um, that that's not even putting into the the thing of like the health and safety stuff like that's especially in alberta steve like alberta was so incompetent at handling covid the military set up field hospitals like when (laughs) when you're setting up field hospitals you have so fundamentally failed as a government whose most base function is to provide some sort of support to the people who fund it failed so much they sent in the army to set up field hospitals under those conditions no i'm not gonna go to the office and work on the broken elf animation for a dragon Age <laughs> game that'll probably <laughs> never come out you know what i mean <laughs> exactly anyway so good for them good for um them. 
Yeah, I wonder. So are they going to keep going for the vote then? Yep, like, yep. The um, the uh, Alberta Labor Relations Board is ongoing, and this is clearly an indicator that a union would work. Like, this is a, a, an early win. Like, just announcing the, the filing for a union got you one of the key things you wanted out of a contract. So, yeah, yeah this, is, this is when you press. This is when you quadruple down, quintuple down. Um, you've got them where you want them, and I and huge ups to the keyword devs. I hope you I hope you get everything you can from them. And so, what do you need? 40 percent? I'm not quite sure what it is in Alberta. Let's see. How do you not know? I feel like you should have the fuck. It's like, different email. in every. Single you should be on the email province, blast for Steve. every single. Oh, okay. How to? Because in Quebec, you don't even need. In Quebec, it's the it's the easiest to form a union because I'm pretty sure you don't even need. You don't need a supermajority. You need fifty percent, and it can be done just by signing a piece of paper. Like if you get if you get fifty percent of your workplaces, yeah, we're a union. It's a union. Like it's crazy. Mm. Um. So yeah, no. For everyone who who hears me shit on Quebec Weekly, <laughs> salute to their labor board, which is somehow. How does it work for across provinces and stuff then? Because Bioware. Like Bioware, is, I guess they're not anywhere else in Canada, but they have... The, they're in uh, Texas. They're in Texas. Well, so how does that work? So the, it mean, would just be the it would just be the Canadian employees that are... Yeah. And then what Unless, if you have a remote person who's like in Saskatchewan or something? The contract they negotiate would have to make either a specific mention of contractors and freelancers, or of course it would just default to Bioware paying them as little as possible and trying to make them feel as least like a human being worth anything. Nice. That's what you're, yeah, that's the way to yeah. do it. Okay. So, so there's what, this what I do whole, to you every time. Exactly. <laughs> there's a whole FAQ on the government of Alberta, uh, alrb.gov.ab.ca. Check it out. Shout out. Shout, shout out to Alberta out. government. Shout out to Alberta. <laughs> oh, they're, they're, they're trying to unionize two uh, Amazon warehouses over there too. So hopefully oh, that goes through. But enough of that union talk, Steve. Blech. Montreal. Commie talk. <laughs> yes, communism is is when <laughs> is nope. What's the joke? There's a joke here, Steve. Wait, wait. I don't know. I'm still giggling at the LMAO, like L. Yeah, L bracket Mao bracket. No, okay. The the joke is, um, communism is when you don't have to go to work and have all your coworkers cough on you. Uh, next bit of news today comes from Montreal, Quebec. Dead Space remake has been dated, Steve. Speaking yeah. of before the show, uh, everything we love just coming back as everyone runs out of ideas and businesses stop trying to do anything risky at all. The Dead Space remake is coming January 27th. So, Steve, I want to I position this game in your brain this way. What other remake of a famous horror game released January <laughs> and was your favorite game of that year. Oh, the favorite game of the generation, really. Generation. Resident, Resident Evil 2. 2, of course. They they also specifically say, like, somewhere they've said, like, Resident Evil 2 Remake was an inspiration for this game. Oh, so, I believe it. I believe it. It's simply because EA looks at every success that happens anywhere else and says, how do we do that? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I wasn't a huge, I liked it, that space. I didn't really get into it that hmm. much. I played one and two. I didn't play three. Um, but I did like the first one quite a bit. Um, so I'm pretty excited for this. I don't believe that's coming in January though, just because everything's getting delayed. So 
Watch so it was it apparently it was already a, a postponement. <clears throat> it was originally slated for this year. Uh, it was an, it was announced during a developer live stream. Um, the live stream focused on uh, a bunch. I don't of stuff. think we've seen proper gameplay for this, have we? Like we've only seen. It was showing off the engine, which is interesting. Apparently, this is from The Verge's reporting. Uh, Though the live stream was plagued by several technical hiccups, it was primarily focused on the art of the Dead Space remake. Uh, the team outlined their pillars that underpinned the game's look and feel, yada yada. And the live stream dove into the technical process of rebuilding Dead Space, a, a Dead Space level from the ground up. Lots of before and after shots of items, updates made to Isaac's suit, short clips of Isaac walking around the updated levels. And at the end, the team put to all the visual pillars and concepts previously in a short in-game demo of the level. Uh, and then the stream ended with January 27th. Uh, announced the fans would get a full reveal of the game to coincide with spooky season. So I guess full trailer October. Hmm. Yeah, see, motive, that, Steve. This is their that next tells thing. me. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, so this is the next thing from the team that did, I guess the battlefront two campaign. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, the, the, the squadrons, they did. Squadrons. Right, right. Very well received. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I liked it. What, what were you going to say? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, that That's that kind of tells me that it's actually not coming out in January. If they haven't shown it, if we're less than a year and we haven't seen a trailer or gameplay, like proper gameplay, and they just show us art and shit, mm-hmm. like that's all that Dragon Age 4 we've seen. So if they're like, oh, Dragon Age they, 4 they is coming in January. They showed us the engine. I think it's interesting they showed us the, like, and a lot of studios don't like to do this, but especially with like, you and they must have known it was going to have these technical hiccups that the verge wrote about and i think if, if you're at a point where you're confident like yeah we're going to show you this it's rough it's working and like this is our process like showing like i haven't i don't know how starfield's being made i don't know how dragon age 4 is being made uh you know i don't know how mass effect 4 is being made now we know how dead space is being made they're doing this process that they've detailed in its stream and that yeah and uh we're not gonna hit this year but uh it's just we're just gonna miss it by a little bit first month of 2023 that's true I no see, I, I have I appreciated the like openness of the development because mm. for a big triple a game like i don't know if any any games would have done that indie indie games do that absolutely um the closest thing i can think of is uh when smash brothers brawl was being shown that the dude was doing like week like daily updates yeah. on his site and it was just like here's the tomato like item and <laughs> here's link and stuff like that and just like day That's by day awesome. um so i'm 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 excited i'm you know i don't think it's going to hit that date but you know that'd be sweet if it does and if resident Evil 2 remake is a inspiration for them then i will be very very excited. I can't wait. And Resident Evil 2 re- remake and Resident Evil 3 remake is getting a PS5 update too. So I know. I keep trying to find it 3 uh, used somewhere because <laughs> if you have it on PS4, you get the PS5 version for free. So I'm trying to find it for like 15 or 20. Yeah, I have both those games digital. So Big sad, Steve. Covering that thing. But I, I actually hope the trophies for 3 don't auto-sync because I would be down to just replay it again. Oh, I see and for 2, I don't want them to auto-sync. It's the only time I don't want them to auto sync, and sometimes you have to like upload your save and stuff like that. So I hope it's I hope it's that because I do I would love to replay those games again. Okay, I'm also Resident Evil Three. You can platinum in like twelve hours too. So that's crazy. That's actually crazy. That's like Infinite Second Son. 
Um, I'm realizing now my, my laundry might be in the background of this entire episode. So apologize to the listeners if there's a constant drum of a washing machine, but your laundry is in your bedroom. It's in the, it shares the wall. So oh, I see, that's, I see. That, that's my, that's my fault. Uh, yeah. Dead space remake. Uh, let's check it out, Steve. Say, say Can't we check wait. it out. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, yeah. two more fun bits of news. Uh, Dead by Daylight dating sim, Steve. Long memed. What? Long memed to the point where they did it. Uh, Dead by Daylight hooked. Nope. Sorry. Hooked on you, colon. A Dead by Daylight dating sim registered trademark. It's coming out (laughs) this summer. A one of a kind visual novel set in the Daylight Dead by Daylight universe. Welcome to Murderer's Island, your companions, four dead sexy killers who underneath their murderous exteriors just want a little romance. Flirt your way into the hearts, uncovering dark twists along the way. Will you find love, forward friendships, or get hacked to death? Only you can decide. So, Steve, very important to point out right away, this <clears throat> is just the Dead by Daylight owned characters. Um, mm. so it's the trapper, yeah. the huntress, the spirit and the wraith. Uh, each killer brings a very different personality to the story that will reveal itself. The stronger your relationship becomes and who knows so what, this what was, you'll discover along the way. So is this out of completely out of the left field as it is to me or is it, or are fans being like, yes, finally, this is what I've been no, wanting. It's, it's like a lot of like, yes, finally, like I want to date the fucked up spiky shoulder guy. Uh, it, it is like, I don't, <laughs> I don't so think weird. like it's something people have wanted. And so it's being well received, but I don't think it was expected if that makes sense. Yeah, I hear you. Um, <laughs> was it like an April fool's joke? And then it just kind of kept going down kept getting memed and stuff well there were i believe there were fan games and obviously obviously <laughs> terabytes and terabytes of fan art and video if you know what oh I mean. i'm sure rule rule 34 yeah rule 34 is fu- i was all over this shit yep um so so yeah people are excited and they specifically mention uh in the post which i'm reading their announcement on steam uh, made in partnership with PSYOP, the studio behind I Love You, Colonel Sanders, which was KFC's dating sim from a year or two ago. Oh, so I, w- right. I wonder how much of that they were like, oh, dating sims are, are just, you know, a, a, a better way. Like, it, this is going to be an ad for Dead by Daylight, of course. And mm-hmm. I'm sure this will be advertised in Dead by Daylight, where you have a captured audience who are more likely to spend money on more Dead by Daylight content. The interesting thing, Steve, is this comes... This announcement comes like uh, a couple weeks after we detailed the opening of Behavior Interactive's Toronto studio and then s- suddenly realized that they're probably the biggest independent game studio in Canada yeah. with thousands of developers. Um, yeah, so I, I think this is the tip of the iceberg in Dead by Daylight Uh uh, what do you call it? Tran- cinematic, cinematic universe. Yeah, the Dead by Daylight videomatic universe starts with Hooked on You releasing this summer on Steam. So uh, weird. It would have been great if they managed to get like Pyramid Head or Nemesis yep, yep. or something like that. That's what people want. Can you imagine Freddy Krueger smooching the Pyramid Head? That would oh have been. God. Yeah, the internet would have loved it. Yeah. Uh, and while we don't have any uh, new releases to talk about this week, I do want to mention Clan O'Connell, 
uh, from the Toronto-based developer who did Mouse Hunt. Oh, shoot. My Twitter's loading incredibly slowly. Hit, hit, hit grab. Hit grab. Who are very nice booth part booth neighbors at EGLX, I will say. Oh, nice. Uh, are releasing Clan O'Connell on the Nintendo Switch June 2nd. This is their sort of guacamelee light, uh, heavily inspired by Gaelic, you know, Brave, a la Pixar's Brave, um, imagery and, and iconography. Do I own this game? Like, do you own this game, Steve? I don't know. It feels oh, fatal error when trying to go to the website. That's not good. Not good. <coughs> but um, yeah. So looks like it'll be quite at home on Switch and as one of those like two D, um, platformer games will not suffer any of the uh, <laughs> porting issues other developers who try to get a game running on that console encounter. Oh, it's not on. It's not on PlayStation. No Press PlayStation. Doesn't look like it. That's sad uh, for you, Steve. Yeah. Is it deck? Let's see the deck stitch situation then. I would imagine uh, it would be. It's so. It's a platformer. It should be. It doesn't have. It doesn't. It doesn't have a thing. Does it have a demo? Doesn't have a demo either. Okay, these are all. Bad, bad news for Steve. <laughs> bad news for Steve. But good news for <laughs> Switch players who wanted to try this game. There you go. That's it for the news this week. But if, honestly, all. if you're a Switch player, then you shouldn't even be... I don't want you to listen to this episode. Yeah, you're probably four, so you should take the earbuds <laughs> out of your ears. Those are bad Watch you out of my Discord, out of my life. <laughs> Leave the Discord and Unless go you're my outside. Wife. In which case... Touch some grass. Touch some grass. All right, Steve, we're going to come back... Uh, after this song, which is probably going to be a good song that I like, and hopefully you do too. Mm-hmm. What if I just start saying random songs? And I'm just like, all right, we're now going to listen to Break Stuff by Limp Biscuit. Steve, fun fact, limp it, fun fact, break stuff by Limp Biscuit was the first song I ever downloaded off Napster. Wow. The, it, took two, it took two hours. Some, somewhere <laughs> at Atlantic Records, like a little red light went off and a bunch of guys just grabbed shotguns and piled into a van <laughs> driving to Owen Sound. Trying to Owen Sound. Uh, let's wish list some games, Steve. I got three games I want you to put on your wish list this week. The first uh, is that teased DLC from Cradle Games we mentioned at the news section last week. Cradle Games, of course, the Quebec developer behind Hellpoint. Their DLC is called Hellpoint colon Blue Sun, which is a good name. I didn't realize, I don't know if it's just this DLC or at what point in development this happened, that uh, <laughs> Hellpoint's developed or developed by Cradle Games but published by Tiny Build. Uh, who I didn't realize is also no longer based in Europe, but is now headquartered in Washington State. A lot of things oh. changed since the last time I checked in with them. All that to say, Hellpoint colon Blue Sun DLC reveals the complete story of Irid Novo for those who can understand it. 
Asmodeus, the dealmaker, takes an interest only in the most proficient of spawns. So I'm sure all those proper nouns mean something to people who played the game. <laughs> Unfortunately, not for me. Um, or me. No, we got it. We um, have to. We have to chat with Dave. Dave, Dave. War, who, who streams on Twitch now under that name. Oh, awesome, Dave of War. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we follow him, and because um, he's like Mr. Pro of this, it's playable on Steam Deck. Um, it, we whoa, it has to give his impressions of the game. One thousand nine hundred forty-seven mostly positive reviews on Steam. So the DLC, no, the game. Oh, I got you. The DLC, the game, the, the game proper. DLC's oh. not out yet, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's not. You're right. Silly me. Yeah, that's the whole point of the what it's coming out soon though. July? July twelfth? Yeah, it's a good solid uh solid date. They have three nope. Yeah, I'm gonna count them. <laughs> three gifts in the Steam page. There's definitely this whatever blue sun thing, which you know like in um like educational videos about space, they always talk about um like the black hole and it's like a little black with like a ring of light around it. Mm-hmm. That's what the blue sun looks like, except that ring is blue. Um, for the those, vent, the vent horizon. Yeah, you got it. There's this like person with like a spiky fan that I'm assuming will be used as a weapon at some point. Um, game looks pretty, and somehow, apparently, based on Dave's impressions, looks okay on the Switch. Which hey, salute to Cradle Games. Um, nice. Two-handed weapons. That probably means something to someone. <laughs> New contract system. Next. Also probably. Oh, wait. Is Hellpoint colon Blue Sun from Cradle Games in a Quebec on your Steam wish list? Yes, it is. And actually, the, the game proper is on my wish list now as well. So you can oh. do the double the double, double dip. Do I play them on top of each other so it's twice as loud or back to back? Maybe just like no, there's no time. Even overlap them a little bit if you can. So that I can do that. It, yeah. <laughs> Next game today on Wishlist This finally has a Steam oh, page. Oh, nice. Steve, it's Hill Agency, colon, Purity Decay by Ashima Stabwin and Games in Ontario. Winner of very recently 50,000 big ones from National Bank and Ubisoft through the Indie Prize awarded to game developers who demonstrate a project with potential, which I think this is. Um, but now me. we can finally talk about their Steam page. After many years and an interview with Ashima Stawin and Game CEO Megan Byrne, which you could always check out. I think we had wait, a great discussion. Wait, put a pause on the show. Oh, I can put a pause on it. Five minutes later. One you thing I didn't. Oh, okay. oh, sorry. Yeah. I was going to say one thing I didn't consider with the union thing is the the reason they might have folded so quickly is because their contract for Bioware, right? So if Bioware is like, hey, these contract devs are getting a little unreliable, wink, wink, uh, they might do more to like placate them or lose the contract with Bioware, right? Hmm. Yeah. Just an aside. Let's read this Steam description. <clears throat> Murdered sisters, mind-altering drugs, and flying cities to a case that goes way further than the banks of this one detective's little neighborhood in this indigenous cyber-noir detective narrative adventure set in a post-post apocalyptic future so this is an interesting part of the premise for this game steve is it's like there obviously is the post-apocalypse you got last of us the road no or no you know no, not no country for old men no, so. no, no. that one's just modern apocalypse um walking dead <laughs> walking yeah. dead the post post-apocalypse is like all right all that happened and then we've started to rebuild a society again on top of it 
Like uh, uh, Horizon, Horizon Zero Dawn. Precisely, yes, oh. yeah, post, post-apocalypse movie. Uh, the year is 2,762, and you are Megan Hill, a tough-as-nails PI, working in the neighborhoods of one of the last major cities in North America. Life is all truant kids and cheating spouse truant sorry kids and cheating spouses until a dame barges in from Risen City and changes your life. Don't you hate it, Steve? You're just doing your daily thing as a detective and like, oh, this lady's wife or this lady's husband's cheating and this kid ran away. And it's like, all right, you know, I have all my, my stuff figured out. And then this dame barges in and changes your life forever happens to the best of us. <laughs> Her sister has been murdered and the cops are useless. Well, sounds like the cops are just being cops. <laughs> it's nothing, up to you. Nothing changed yeah. in 740 years. No, your, your sister has been murdered and the cops are still cops. <laughs> it's up to you to find out who done it. And it seems like this case goes way further up the banks of this one detective's little neighborhood. Um, they keep mentioning the banks. Is that banks? I keep picturing like a shoreline, but they might mean like financial institutions mm. needless to say the premise is intriguing and i like detective games steve did you ever play the bioshock infinite dlc where you're a detective in rapture oh really no i didn't it's play any of the, the bioshock dlc it's kind of the same thing like you're booker to it just like a detective in and then elizabeth farges in and that sets everything off right oh, uh yeah. i really liked it the trailers are, are still obviously a work in or sorry the screenshots are still obviously a work in progress um we got some placeholder text we got some some assets that are going to get refined i imagine as the game goes through development the steam page though interestingly steve says fall 2022 release date oh man that's yeah, I soon that. that's that's soon that is very soon mm-hmm. take your time you got the money Hopefully this fifty k, yeah. Uh, although as far as like you know, a team of people staying alive making something, fifty k doesn't go quite as far as no. And for all we know, yeah. For all we yeah. know, it was just like the money that they had spent already. So. Yeah, just immediately onto the credit card. You know what I mean? I am um, digging the the art where it's like it's all like black or gray and, and white and black, but with mm-hmm. the, like very small splashes of color. Like I'm mm-hmm. digging that. Yeah, me too. Uh, Less so in this bar one. Well, this bar one must be that, but the pink coming from like the ATM looking thing mm-hmm. just like illuminates everything. A cyber um, noir implies a certain like, because like that's a reference to like the, the, the French noir cinema, right? Which was black and white. Right, right. So I can see that being like a, a deliberate aesthetic choice. And then you, you punctuate that with like neon, like the purple in the bar in the screenshot. Yeah, yeah. Very that's- excited though for hill agency what do you think purity and decay means and why is one capitalized and there's a lot i'm 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 excited to unpack you know is hill agency from ontario based achimastawan in games on your steam wish list yes it is excellent and i guess important we buried the lead a little bit this is a, a game starring indigenous characters led by a company owned and creative vision visionary is indigenous so it's a very indigenous joint of course mm-hmm. 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 last game today on wish list this this game already came out yeah but it's an early access so i'm gonna count oh, okay, fine. <clears throat> right, that's fine. 
Spheriums by Brain Tonic, which is a great name in Montreal. And they posted in our Discord, so they get in the thing. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. that's all you got to do. That's all you got. This is literally all you have to do. <laughs> Be Canadian <laughs> and post yeah. in our Discord. Uh, in Arcos. Nope. As Arcos, in a single player journey to rescue your civilization, you will discover forgotten weapons to defeat the Drainers. During your adventure, you will need to upgrade your equipment, gather resources, solve puzzles, and travel to enchanting worlds filled with unique creatures. I love traveling to enchanting worlds filled with unique creatures, Steve. It's one of my favorite things to do. This game's in early access, but we're plugging it anyway, because uh, as we mentioned, they post in our Discord, which as we mentioned, is literally all you have to do. All the only thing. Full version within the next six months. The game launched in December, <laughs> so that's what. January, February, March, April, May, June. I think we're already July. Kind of approaching that. Yeah. yeah, allegedly leaving early access next month, but you know, as early accesses go, you you figure out things that take more time. Um, yeah. Steve, any thoughts on Spherium? It, it's a like first person. Um, you, you have a reticle, you're moving stuff around, you're building, you're, ha- you're doing all the things I read in the description, gathering resources, solving puzzles. Yeah. It looks creatures. a little like puzzly, like kind of half-life physics, puzzly stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a lot of like floating object in front of you, a la source engine while you move around. Yeah. Yeah. It looks pretty sweet. I'm digging like the world, like the, the art and the style of the world that you're on, like these like tornadoes and stuff and you're shooting does, the tornadoes, which does it feel <laughs> a appreciate. little bit like, like no man's sky to you or is that just me? Like a little uh, bit no, that, I can, like... I can definitely see that. Yeah. yeah. No, I can mm. see that. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I'm digging it. It looks, it looks pretty cool. It has 13 positive reviews. Oh, let's see. Funny funny ones. Good funny ones. Uh, the top funny review. No, no funny reviews yet. No, there's no funny reviews. The most helpful review is Spheriums is an FPS exploration game centered around the mystery of how an alien civilization has gone extinct. Huh. I mean, that, you know, that is kind of like No Man's Sky, isn't it? Because you're trying to put together all the language from like the. Is that what you're doing in No Man's Sky? Yeah. You, well, like eventually there is an actual <laughs> story with credits where like you find this ancient civilization at the center of the universe, I think. I don't remember. Mm. I played like five minutes, like five hours of No Man's Sky at launch, which is like the worst possible thing you could ever do and then i picked it up randomly like um maybe two years ago or so and started over and was enjoying it mm-hmm. and then and then just stopped again and now if i ever to go back to it i would have to do the exact same thing if you ever go back you should play in vr i don't have a vr anymore oh yeah you're gonna get a psvr too i know you are no yeah i don't think so no. I think dude i'm I, I have an <laughs> oculus quest and literally the only thing I've used it for in the last six months is a stand for my mic that I'm talking. You really right don't now. think if PlayStation VR two has some sick PlayStation exclusives with trophies, you're not going to get it. I don't know, man. It's such an expensive thing. And like, I just don't have like, it's just, <clears throat> it's hard. Like I can't, I can game with Sophia around me. Right. right? <clears throat> it has, it can't be online or whatever. Pardon me, and it can't be um, violent. Yeah, I can't do that with VR. I I tried playing Oculus one time when Sophia was around, and she just like kept coming to hug me and stuff. Like I'm like, yeah, take the VR headset off, (laughs) Steve. Be with your kid. (laughs) So it's hard, and then so then it has to fall into the non Sophia time, which I only have you know a couple hours a day, and and um, 
you know, VR is not really the way I want to do it. Cause it also just ignores everything else. It ignores Heather. Mm. So I'm like choosing, like, I don't know. It just doesn't work. You're that right. being said, VR is, like, VR is a very, uh, not married father. Uh, you, who spends time with his family. <laughs> yeah. Tough. If I didn't love my family, it'd be a much easier decision, but unfortunately I do. So, uh, that's awesome. Do you love spheriums by brain tonic enough to add it to your steam wish list? I do dig it. It looks pretty sweet. I have added it to my wish list. Perfect. That's it for wish list this, this week. If you want us to talk about your game again, our discord or contact at canadiandevs.com however you want to get it to us we want to talk about it oh Did boom we... in the in the new features they said uh new maps new weapons new powers new upgrades new languages Ooh. a lot of achievements there you go Fuck. boom <laughs> i'm going to double wish list this i'm going to okay. follow it at the same time <laughs> there we go um steve is there any discord discussions we should hash out on the pod this week other than switch sucks which is no i just ongoing. wrote switch sucks as no i just wrote that as a funny little thing That's good. i don't it think is, it, it I, I don't think it came up again you know what's exciting though mm. um the the siphon filled the ps1 games will have trophies on the playstation plus thing so you were texting me about this and i wasn't i didn't really look into it or if i'm being honest pay as much attention to your text uh well can you explain it to me <laughs> <laughs> so, so the PS1, the the new PlayStation Plus thingy will have PS1, PS2, PSP games on it, right? Right. So this is like when they added Psychonauts <clears throat> and Loco Roco and stuff, and those had trophies, even though they were on your PS3 as a PS2 game. Yeah. So they've okay. done that for PS2 games. There was no way to play PS1 or PSP games. Um, you would download. You could buy the PS1 game like proper on PS3 or whatever in Vita. But it wouldn't have trophies. But, but it wouldn't have trophies. It would just literally be the like the ROM. Mm-hmm. And so the and then apparently, like if you own those games, like you could still buy them. Like you still kinda of download them as is. They're not tied to the subscription, which like the PS3 games are for huh. PS now. Yeah. And then Ben Studio, who made Siphon Filter back in the day, which is like this government, like third person kind of uh, government espionage like third person shooter game mm-hmm. and it was pretty fun back in the day they announced it would have trophies in a platinum trophy so they're adding wow. trophies to these games and then on top of that apparently the worms armageddon game or whatever also has right. online multiplayer huh. um so they're so they're adding stuff to these ps1 games the online multiplayer i don't really care that much for to be perfectly honest, the trophies though fucking got me hyped. Like if if Resident Evil and Metal Gear Solid in these games have trophies, like oh man, I'm one of these. So it seems beholden on the owner of the game. I th- then I think so because they didn't announce it, which is weird. You'd think they would just say like select games will have trophies and and online multiplayer and other super. Because like but- I wouldn't assume the owner of Metal Gear Konami would put any effort or time into <clears throat> making that. Uh, rom have trophies yeah the only thing i can think of is like the very easy triggers to do to have trophies where it's like you defeat this boss you get a trophy like Mm. those easy ones Mm -hmm. whereas ones where it's like collecting something when the game doesn't have any sort of like that already like calculated in the back end for whatever reason or like some of these games had like in built in like achievement system thingies anyways right. to just like track like unlockables. Make like those I feel like the trophy list. Yeah, I feel like those will be the trophy list. Um I think like I feel like first party games might have these updates. So I guess we'll have to see. I think it launches in Asia, June. like right like right now. Oh interesting. But everywhere else already, June, right? 
Yeah. And so, what tier are you getting to get these PS1 trophies? The, um, you have to get the most expensive one. Ugh. But I but I got the PS now. Right, you so stacked. I, so, you did the pro so I stacked. Okay, yeah. good, good. So we'll see. Because I was like, okay, I'll do this and then just see what the list is. Because I'm excited, but let's be honest, time-wise, like, you know, am I really going to play Seven Filter? I'm going to play this game and be like, oh, this controls like fucking shit. And then just not play it. <laughs> oh, Unless we learned a lot trophy. in 25 years of making <laughs> games after this, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. PSP games, uh, I'm pretty excited to... Uh, I never really got into the PSP that much. So I love the PSP dude underrated, uh, port of the Simpsons game. In my opinion, uh, of course, pad upon loco Roco, of course, the God of war games, I think mm. hold up. Although I, I should say I played them on the PS three, not on the PSP. Um, yeah, lots of love in my heart for the PSP. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so I'm excited. I'm excited. Me. I'm excited for you because I want to hear about the service I'm not going to pay for. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. Because <laughs> if it's sick, then I will. But uh, uh, it's it's price. It's like hundred and forty dollars a year or something. Yeah, on, dude. It's um, they don't have that two point five trillion Microsoft uh, parachute to to just yeah. eat, eat shit on Game Pass for a few years. You know what I mean? It sucks. You can't like pick and choose. It'd just be like, okay, I want the PS one games only. Like, what are you going to charge for me to play PS one games? Like it sucks. That they, they don't do like an a la carte thing like that. Yeah, I, I hate the tiers for Xbox. I think it kind of makes sense. Cause it's, do you want the pass? That's just the console games or do you want the pass? That's for console and PC. Cause there are, there are lots of people who just play on consoles. That makes sense. The PlayStation mm-hmm. one, it's three tiers, right? And it's all for just playing on console, right? Yeah, exactly. It's actually, yeah, I don't know if they, because there is a PS Now app on, on computer. It's all streaming. I don't My know friend streams baseball to his laptop to like play it because it's one of the best ones to play streaming because it's like, you know, it is reaction based, but it's not like a, an FPS or something. You're like playing. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a fighting game or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they've announced the PC stuff, but yeah, there's there's three tiers. There's like PlayStation Plus, which is like it is as it is now. They're not multiplayer changing it. free games a month. Yeah, the next one is the PS4, PS5 list. So you will get like, you know, Returnal and all that shit. And then the next list after that is what is basically the PS1, PS2, and PSP games. The PS2 games they've announced are the ones that they've already ported to PS4 like back Uh, in the day. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to like bring in other ones or whatever. Like they must. Dude, if they put a PS5 trophy list on Psychonauts, (laughs) I'll I'll check that out. I'll, I'll hop on there. Dude, they probably they won't though, because that's owned by Microsoft, right? So, oh right. What about Sly Cooper? Put a put a, a third trophy list on a Sly Cooper game, <laughs> so I can get it again. <laughs> it might. Who knows? Uh, um, that's awesome. So yeah, it's like three tiers. I think like regardless, I would do the middle tier anyways, just to get those like PS4 and PS5 games. But yeah, mm-hmm. when when PS Now was it when I was able to buy a PS Now card, um, I just like yeah, I did it. And I was like, okay, I'll see what this is because I did the same PS3. thing for Game Pass. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it makes sense. Like, if you have any inclination to ever buy it, like, you might as well do it Stack for half, it. The, half the price. Exactly. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I wish, because, like, I'm, I'm, to be honest, I'm more hyped for the PSP games, because those are, the, like, I barely played the PSP. PS1, I played a bunch of. PS2, mm-hmm. I had and played a bunch. Like, PSP games, I've barely played, and I can't even, I, I, I can't, I don't even think I can name you five PSP games I played. And what? I'm sure there's, yeah, that's crazy. I never, Steve. I never really had it. 
I mean, huh. and the ones that I have played are probably ones that are just ported. Like I think there was a Silent Hill Origins game that I played. Did the PSP I, hit in your poor phase? Uh, I mean, I was a student, so yeah. I just it was <laughs> like yeah. I, I was just more DS. I was just more. I loved oh, the DS. DS yeah. was just banging. And, and you know I what? Really, head to yeah. head, you do have to hand it to the DS. You know. Yeah, and so. Yeah, I just didn't. Um, I just didn't really bang with the PSP. I, some of the PSP games I do have are just the ones I have on Vita. Like there was a Killzone kind of um, isometric like game. Oh that yeah, I, that I played a bit of that was that's pretty fun actually. I, huh, it's pretty good. So those are like only the PSP games I played, and um, and I think I have ones from like just like I've downloaded them from uh, PlayStation Plus like over the mm-hmm. years when PlayStation Plus used to give them out. So yeah, I have a few from there too. Yeah. But I'm excited. I'm excited. I mean, yeah, so I wish I could just say, like, just give me the PSP games. Like, I just want to play the PSP games. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Launches less than a month, so. Less than a month. Let's cut to another song and then talk about what we've been playing, Steve. All right. No, it's uh, Limp Biscuit. Uh, I don't know. I don't know Limp Biscuit. I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. That's one. It's no, spelled it's... with a Z, isn't it? I Biscuit. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Because <laughs> well, it was the early 2000s. They spelled everything with a Z. That's awesome. Uh, let's talk about what we've been playing. Uh, cardful planning. I've still been dabbling away on Switch, which I think is the best place to play it. Um, it's been my like pop pop a couple levels in between other things game over the past week um because it is like single screen like challenges that you sort of like get past and mm-hmm. and and uh and that's been my preferred way to play that it's great by walk home games a pi developer living in japan uh highly recommend have you been able to check out any more cardful planning for the nintendo switch or elsewhere steve uh no i bought it on switch and i played Oh, right. We talked about that because you bought it on the baby platform. Yeah, I bought it on Switch and then I was like, oh, I don't want to play it on Switch. And then I realized we he gave us codes on Steam. And I mean, Steam, deck, Steam, deck. Is it? Um, is it? Uh, on, let's do the. Let see. Didn't we check if it was Steam Deck verified last week and the, the, there wasn't the space on the page? Because it's usually on the right side. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it's still not there. So. Ah, well. Speaking of the Switch, I also played some Switch Sports, Steve. <clears throat> And I want to say I was wrong. You can use your Miis, but I open the game. I start making my character. They're using like a new default avatar character that looks really just like the Kinect Sports avatars or I guess like the Xbox 360 avatars. Mm -hmm. Um, I make my whole thing. I hate it. It's ugly. The art style is bad. And there's like six haircuts. I get to the last screen and they're like, do you want to just use your me?" And I was like, what? And so I click this button and it like spins the head of my character around and then it's my me. And I'm like, wow. So you had me sit through the whole, cause they obviously didn't want me to use the me. They wanted me to get invested in this new connect sports avatar. And then right. like, uh, if you want to use the me maybe. And I was like, yes, yeah, smash the me button. And so you can use your me, I want to say, but now there's this weird thing where like you're using your bees and there's the connect sports avatars. It's kind of like how they let you use me's in Mario Kart. So there's just like Mario Kart characters in your me's, <laughs> right. um, but they do let you use it. So 
let me let me just correct myself officially on the record. Nintendo was not as dumb as I thought they were. They were just dumb in a different way, which was burying it after you make another character already using their inferior system. Yeah. Yeah. But Switch Sports is fun. I played volleyball and I can confirm volleyball is winnable lying vertically, no, horizontally with a leg over the back of your couch, an arm over the back of your couch, and a Joy-Con in each hand. You can win a game of volleyball. And I think that's the most important part of any physical video game. Makes sense. Um, I also want to make fun of NHL 2022, which I guess is the only Canadian game I really played this week, made in EA's Vancouver Burnaby area office. Uh, I was playing with, it's on Game Pass through EA Play, so on the highest tier, and it was 2-2 going into OT, and you know the big graphic that flashes up to show the transition? It said, going to overtime, (laughs) 2-1 intermission. (laughs) And I was like, oh, God. It's like, you remember when they forgot to put the lines on the field in uh, the Madden two years ago? I was like, they are, like, of course... FIFA's pulling out because they do not reinvest in the quality of the game. They use every year's release as a new way to just flush a whole bunch of money towards shareholders. Of And none of that's reinvested in making the game less garbage. And it's just so obvious that these like, like maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's rose tinted glasses, but Steve, like EA games, sports games, pre 2010, like, forgetting to put the lines on the field having the like literal score of the game which is just kept i know how that works there's a there's an integer value somewhere that when someone scores like okay plus one and we're, we're to the point where like their games are so so poorly managed that like these types of bugs nhl 22 came out last year steve and we're to the point where these kind of bugs are persisting so long and they're not doing anything about them that I can play the new NHL several months after launch and it doesn't even keep the score correctly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is very, very funny to me. Uh, uh, just because like, because <laughs> like the commentators too are like, and with that two two game, we're headed to OT, and the, in the largest five hundred point font on the screen, it just says two to one. Like you can't help but go like, guys, this is embarrassing. Like it's actually you're 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 a and I checked thirty four billion dollar company who cannot eight months after you received a lot more money for a product have your game keep the score which nhl 95 could do more competently you know so i just okay, so, to, so question question yeah did this happen once and you're just like you're just reliving Absolutely. it over and over yeah yeah so yeah, no so how many still, games did you play i played three games and how was the, how was the game itself? All it's the years? same. It's the exact yeah. same NHL. It's been since the last one I bought, which was thirteen. Uh, yeah, it's basically the same game. Uh, they don't have the NBC like logo anymore, which I liked because that le- they made it feel like a real broadcast. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know what, what happened is it? there. It's probably a new partner, right? What is, is it? CBC or um, NHL? Or it's probably or it's probably the same. What? Because uh, like the one thing that, washed the, over what I do there. like about the the sports ones is like, it does look like when you watch it on TV, especially NBA 2k, like, like it looks like you're watching an NBA game, which is, well, by the way, I I mentioned a monstrous dunk last night. It was dope. Awesome. I mentioned that, um, 
that meme where like the grandpa is just watching an actual FIFA match and like reacting in real time. Like it's the real teams. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, like of course, okay. These games have gotten to the point where 80 year olds can't tell the difference, but like it is still, you know, for the amount of money these games make, and it, to the point where like FIFA doesn't want them to make the games anymore because it's embarrassing um, or they want like obviously money elsewhere. Like I, I really want like they, they didn't put the lines on the field in football, Steve. Like, you know, you need the lines to you. see how to play football. I gotcha. uh, I it's gotcha. currently no uh, company. It's just um, like it's just like what it used to be before the NBC, like just the team names and the scores. And uh, stuff. I wonder if they're trying to do their own 2k has like 2k TV shit that they do. I wonder huh. if their EA is trying to do that different approach for, <clears throat> like 2k sport approach. Like, and they're obviously moving in. They got the tiger woods license, uh, for, for PGA tour. Like they, they <clears throat> right. are trying to take a, take a, an MLBs on Xbox now. Like, like the sports so license the, space is moving. So what's this X factor thing? Is in, that is that an actual thing or is it just marketing? There's this in NHL that was like two. Yeah, it was that's like, a key feature I didn't notice. This game changing system lets you unleash unique player abilities that make stars feel like stars as they influence games in new ways. Reserved uh, well, for the inspire for inspired by the league's most elite players, superstar X Factor abilities separate the best from the rest in tangible ways that you can feel when they're on the ice. I was playing the Jets, so didn't have to worry about that feature at all. Um, <laughs> My understanding is it's like the the sports equivalent of uh, of like over, an Overwatch. Like uh, you're powered special. up, get in there. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> or, uh, what's the um? Oh man, in a uh, in NBA Jam, when you do the fire, when the ball gets on fire, it's like he's that. on fire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I didn't notice that. So either there wasn't, it wasn't. Um, I also did skip the tutorial because I just wanted to play with a friend. So That's that right. could be that could be a key mechanic that was tutorialized, and I, an idiot, skipped it. Um, so I, I always did the like make your own character and just play online. Like I never played as the teams, mostly because I don't really care about hockey, so I don't have like a mm. team. Um, I don't know. It's funny because I played NHL '94 like this week too, or last week. So that's awesome. <laughs> and you know what? Probably much better game. It probably kept the score a lot better than NHL '22. Maybe, but there's there's ways you can you can glitch up, glitch goals into that game. Like I I could you and you and I can play that game today. And I would beat you like 40 to nothing, basically. That's <laughs> fair. There's, there's like certain ways you can just score like 99% of the time. Oh man, it's kind of beautiful though, isn't it? In its simplicity. Game of the year. It's dope. Game it's like, year. it's funny when the credits roll or whatever at the start, it's like program, it's like programmer, one guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They need to get that guy back and save this franchise uh, That's, somehow. It's, it's great. Cause you've heard the, um, you've heard the NBA jam, uh, like the bulls and, and pistons thing, right? Yeah. How, yeah. The, the one program for NBA jam was like a pistons fan. So he made the bulls like suck. Like if he was playing, if they're playing the pistons, like in the last minute of the game, like you couldn't do that. in age. You couldn't do that today. It's so great. I love no, it. No, but that's okay. Uh, Steve, I want to hear all about ghost wire Tokyo. What could quite possibly be the last game from the creative visionary behind the resident evil franchise. You've been playing it on PlayStation five. I haven't. I think what it's only think? on PlayStation five. Isn't it? I think it's on Epic. Or, Oh yeah, whatever. That doesn't count. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's, so it's a first person like, um, sp like spooky horror thing. It's not really horror like jump scares or anything like that. It's just like kind of vibes? scary vibes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, 
Tokyo is like dead. Everyone's like gone and ghosts and stuff like that. And you are, you are they dead? Are, like everyone's lying around or dead? Like raptured, uh, dead. Like the, the rapture, like the, the clothes are on the ground, but the oh, weird. bodies are gone. Yeah. Okay. So there's spirits like flying stuff. So like <clears throat> what I really like about this game is like every 15 seconds, my stupid monkey brain has, is like triggered by something. It's like, hmm. There's the there's a statue you can pray at to increase your whatever. There's some spirits that you have to like collect to like free and stuff like that. There's um <clears throat> there's a shop that you can buy stuff. There is this like uh artifact that you can go collect and all these like there's a bunch of stuff and it it's certainly a check checklist game, but it doesn't feel like it because it's just very like I never open the map to just like look at where I need to go. Cause there's like the icon of where the main objective is. And I just kind of like zigzag between all these like little things to collect. Would you say, would you say it feels, it feels as natural to explore as like when, when people talk about exploring a breath of the wild, they talk about like, Oh, I saw a thing and I went to the thing and juxtapose that to like opening a map and setting waypoints. What I've been thinking is like, it's kind of like infamous for me. Like when, when you're traveling around infamous and just like, you know, flying, like flying around or hovering around or just zooming on the, like the train tracks or whatever. Mm. It's kind of like that for me where it's just like, it's fun to just explore and kind of glide around and stuff. And there's a lot of stuff to just kind of do. The combat is, is it's very vertical, right? Like you're going up buildings and yeah, 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 exactly. Mm. Um, cause there's like monsters at the top of buildings that you can like zip line to basically. And I think there's a skill where you can create your own monsters to zip, zip line to. That's so cool. It opens up eventually, but I don't, I don't have that skill. Um, it, the com the, there's been a lot of thing like negative things about the combat. It's like serviceable. It's first, it's like a, it's basically like you have three kind of spells and you know, there's like the equivalent of a handgun and then the equivalent of a shotgun and the equivalent of like a rocket launcher type of thing. Like mm. it's pretty simple. Um, the whole idea is that you're trying to like break out their cores. So you do enough damage to kind of break out their cores and you kill them right there. Or if there's too much shit going around, then like they'll require more damage. So it's pretty good. The stealth is like serviceable. Like the combat is serviceable, but it's definitely not the reason like I'm loving the game. Um, mm-hmm. it's the exploration part of it. And then the story is like pretty sweet. You're a spirit, you're a dead body actually. And the spirit kind of like takes over your body and revives you. Um, and then hmm. you're trying to save your sister and stuff like that. And it's very like, I, when, when it came to with evil within that shit just made no sense to me. And very abstract. And, yeah. And at no point where the character is just like, what the fuck is going on? But, <laughs> but in this world and there's still weird shit going on, but it's more grounded um, these are just the people character. in Tokyo that are this yeah, is happening and to. and like the you have the the like your 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 character who's confused, and then there's like the spirit that's taking over your body who's kind of explaining things. So it, it works a lot. Classic better. dynamic. Yeah, exactly. Like you're just venom. a stupid <laughs> monkey man, and now there's yeah, there's venom telling you like what everything's going on. Good. So I'm. Like I'm digging it. I'm loving it. Um, I think it's my game of the year to be perfectly honest. Wow. And, mm, I, but I don't know what else so would far. be my game of the year. Cause I didn't play any of the, the like Elden, like I wasn't banging on Elden Rain and Horizon was really glitchy and I can't think of anything else I played. That would, you have still time, Steve. You got oh, of course. Uh, seven months. That's the majority of the year. Yeah, of course. No, 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 no. I know. I'm just saying so far this year, like I'm looking at my PlayStation games. So like nobody saves the world. I kind of, and you haven't sense. even started cardful planning on the deck yet. <clears throat> That's true. Deep Rock Galactic was dope. I did really enjoy that. That's true. I think like, that came out last year though, didn't it? 
Uh, on PlayStation came out this year. Okay. Yeah. Uh, on PlayStation that. came out this year. You know what? We have to because we counted Russian Subway Dogs PS Vita port as 2021 game of the year. So yeah, my site, my rules. So <laughs> that's awesome. So you're gonna um, stick with it? Obviously, you're gonna keep playing. Hundred percent. I don't know if I'm gonna platinum it because it, you like have to collect everything in the game. Like, is it like the shards and in infamous level annoying or? It's not annoying and maybe it might get annoying when you get down to the last like few or whatever, but there, I already have a skill that will kind of take me to the closest, um, like the big thing that you have to collect is like, um, spirits. Like you're basically saving spirits. Mm-hmm. Um, I already have like a, uh, uh, like a, what, what's it called? The wrist beat wrist. What's, what do you wear on your wrist? Bracelet. Watch. I have a bracelet that bracelet. will, uh, yeah. Like the equipment is like bracelets. Um, I already have a bracelet it shows me the, Okay. The, um, closest one. So okay. So here. So transfer 100 percent of the spirits in the city. So that's like the big one. Mm-hmm. Um, complete all side missions. Cleanse all Tory gates. So that's like the, the that's like the equivalent of like. Is um, that like the stereotypical red gate you see a la <clears throat> Japan iconography? Yeah. Okay. And so that's what clears the fog away, whatever. But it's not like as annoying as Assassin's Creed where it takes a while. Like it's literally just everything is just like hold L two. It's it's pretty great. Uh, acquire all relics, unlock all spirit skills, raise your synergy level to max, find all landmarks, acquire all voice logs, acquire all magtama, which is another skill upgrade thing. Pray to all Zinsu statues, find all missing tanuki, yeah, acquire all types like of food a, and drink, a lot acquire all music tracks. It's a lot. It's a checklist thing, but I think like when you get to the point where you need to find all of them, that will be annoying. Mm-hmm. But just right now, it's just like. They're they're just all the little steps to the to the main objective. Next part so of I'm the just, story. Yeah. So I I literally do not open the map. Like, and I think that's kind of the sign of a good exploring city. I agree. Because it's just like here's a yellow symbol that's you know I could see it's 500 meters away or whatever. I'm gonna just go towards that, and then you have a little button that tells you where all the like things are. Like you press square, and it kind of highlights where spirits are and where other things are and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you, I just zigzag my way to it, and occasionally there's a side mission that might take me off road a little bit, and then I'll get back and stuff. It's it's good. I think platinum game will be annoying, which I don't. So I don't think I'm gonna do. I think it'll okay. be one of those games where it's like I love it. And then when I go to platinum, I'm like, fuck, I hate this. <laughs> so I don't think I'm gonna do that, but we'll see. People might remember this game as the game that woman from E3 got memed, who like was really nice on stage and like very personable. This was yeah, the yeah. game they revealed, but they actually she, left well before they the game. I shipped. think she uh, she left to be a mom. I think she yeah. like, got and I think, and just was just like bounced. But now I think they're at a different studio. But that is the thing I always remember. Like, oh yeah, the nice E3 lady announced yeah, this that. game. Everyone was doing like fan art of her and stuff. Yeah, that's um, awesome. But anything I'm else? really, really digging it. Good. Uh, no, I didn't really have a chance to play anything else, to be honest. That's fine. Me neither. I went to a uh, Halifax Wanderers game this week, and uh, I printed a, I made a sign that's like the what a save chat from Rocket League, but like three times. And the beautiful part about what a save as like a quick chat is you use it when you or your team saves, obviously what a save, but you also use it when you score. Cause like, Oh, what a save. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> anytime something happened, I just picked up the sign. Right. <laughs> like, Oh, what a save. <laughs> yeah. No one, I think a couple of people got it. I would imagine the, the overlap of uh, people who are into rocket league and people who pay to go to soccer games it's probably a little bit it's this it's you know vibes but and it's free yeah. but yeah that was that was fun and soccer's so 
freaking boring and slow and thank you yeah it is oh my Fuck gosh awful the, the guy like trips over nothing like he sticks his foot in the grass falls on his nose and then just rolls i hate that's such a oh, grabbing it's so his annoying. knee and then the lady with the water bottle runs out and like he's like ah, ah and then she's like feeding water and then he just gets up and keeps playing like he, the same guy just got up and kept and i'm like okay so we all anyway i could go off for a lot about soccer but let's do the outro um <laughs> if you're a people soccer meet, fan people will joke about lebron and stuff like flopping and that happens for sure but mm. it's so exaggerated in soccer I fucking mm-hmm. I can't stand it mm-hmm. and the fact that like fucking every single like country in the world loves soccer except for Canada and US <laughs> it's just like it's so I'm just like oh this sport is so garbage well the Steve we, can, af- we things- can afford to play real sports is the thing you know like- oh, oh wow <laughs> oh damn <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh man oops <laughs> that is part of it though that is part of it no that is true like soccer is extremely like affordable to play you just need a ball like, yeah whereas hockey you gotta go drop you gotta seven thousand dollars at canadian tire to play yeah you gotta be a rich white dude in fucking toronto to, yeah <laughs> to play hockey Oh man, that's right, it for episode two eleven of CanadianGameDevs.com podcast. If you're French and or a fan of soccer, I'm sorry. Thanks for sticking <laughs> with us. Uh, you can help us if you're one of these people and you want to give us money. Um, wow, Patreon.com/slash CanadianGameDevs. Uh, back us for early access to the pod, which I've been hitting Steve the past couple of weeks. It's been going up. It's been working. I know. Is it's it going to go up to that? Absolutely. I have the whole day off. I've I've got my. My coffee over here. I'm going to microwave right after this and sit down and do this. I'm ready. Nice. Um, and at $5 or higher, we would like to count you as one of our credited patrons and read your name at loud at the end of every episode. So thank you so much, Aaron McLeod, Daniel Quack Miller, David Nagy, Dugsy, Eleanor, Elizabeth Avery, Jean Leggett, Kai Hutchins, Meow the Leon, and Nicholas A. Zorko. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. We want to know how to improve. We're trying to improve. Also, Steve, this week I'm editing the show in Audition, which is different than Premiere. And I said I was going to do that before, but I didn't. But now I'm actually going to do it. And I have it all set up, and I was actually watching a tutorial. And, and it looks like the – I hope the quality of this show improves as I figure out these new mics and the software you're actually supposed to use to edit podcasts and not the one you use to edit movies that I just used because I couldn't figure out the other one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as someone who's not going to do anything about it right? <laughs> you know, good luck thank you I'm excited I like uh, I think it's going to be fun um, join our discord follow us on twitter at Canada Game Devs Steve and I are linked in the description if you want to follow us individually although why you'd want to follow me who knows you got any big plans I, I, I barely want to follow you you barely want to follow you if you if you didn't have to talk to me once a week you that would be a hard mute you know or an <laughs> <laughs> maybe. maybe i put 50 dollars on halifax too which was just sad and i'm never going to another soccer game oh damn really yeah i was like i got some um so are you at zero dollars then you're done yeah it's done i'm not i'm done betting on sports it's over yeah same. i did my cut gems bet and now it's done ah oh, man the the commercials are so goddamn annoying i fucking uh anyways. <laughs> um yeah uh please join our discord once again to talk to us and, and get involved in the canadian game dev scene but until next week i'm steven and for steven myself have a great week bye
What's his face? Hugh Jack. Jackman. Oh, if man. he plays Wolverine again, I'm going to fucking just throw my laptop at you. I would prefer, and I imagine most people would, never make another Wolverine, never make another Iron Man, just, just come up with a new idea. But that, of course, won't happen. So within our lives, Steve, there will be a new non-Hugh Jackman Wolverine and a non-Robert Denny Jr. Iron Man, and it's going to be really weird. I'm fine with that. It's just got to be a long time. Mm. It just has to be longer than it is right now. <laughs> James, I don't know. There hasn't been any. Uh, has there been Wolverine rumors? I don't know. Anyways, okay, we can't. I can't. Sorry, no, we can't, can't do this. Okay, let's go. Okay.